Welcome everybody to Black Coffee and Theology. Welcome back everyone to the podcast. It is good to be with you all again. I hope the summer is treating you well and depending on where you are that may be uh, a thoughtful wish <laughs> because it is hot. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Hot, baby, hot. So, hey, welcome back to the pod. I hope you have enjoyed the season, that you have taken time to sit with the different guests, the different topics. As I survey the conversations that I've had thus far, I, I'm in awe of it. I love what I get to do here on this podcast and with three black men. Yeah, I just love it. I love it a lot. So today I want to talk about cultivating curiosity as an ethic and our study of God and our quest to mine out the divine, figure out information, facts (laughs) about who the divine is, who the divine has revealed themselves to be, right? And I ground myself in my location with being a Christian at a certain time in a certain place. And yeah, so let's talk about curiosity as an ethic of our theological study. I have to start out (laughs) this episode by saying that I am always taken aback when I encounter people who aren't curious. You know, have you ever met people who just seem to have it all figured out, right? They just, everything uh, makes sense to them. And uh, I'm black, so I think of a popular saying, you just think you know everything, huh? (laughs) You just think you got it all figured out at your old big age, right? And I think this is never more disgusting I mean, it is disgusting in our everyday life with people who rarely ask questions. They just think that they know, and so they insert their viewpoint uh, upon their own observations, right? But it is never more disgusting than when it comes to talking about God, right? Um, I usually cringe when people have these boxes that they have put God in, and I'm a theologian, I'm a scholar, a budding scholar, and I love, I love God, right? Uh, I'll follow God wherever, well, mostly wherever, but I have a lot of questions related to God, right? I have a lot of ability to be fluid about what I think, and I have evolved over time with things that I was dogmatic about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I don't think those same things anymore. And so something I have tried to cultivate is this curiosity throughout my life, right? Where I ask questions, where I leave space for growth, right? It doesn't mean that I don't have any thoughts. I do. I have tons of thoughts. (laughs) But I am in the business of collaborating with people, being with people, Right. Um, The the people that I admire most in this truth driven quest, as Catherine Keller calls it, are people who ask a lot of questions about God. Right. 
and now I know I'm in the Christian tradition and there are things that have been set, uh, usually in the form of creeds. And these are things that we all must believe in order to uh, continue on in our relationship with God. Um, but I would say the, the creeds are not <laughs> the creeds are not God, right? The creeds can be helpful for us uniting around certain facts and certain thoughts. But I would say I even have curiosity with the creeds, right? Knowing that they're not infallible, that uh, the things that are written in the creeds and you know whether whether it's the Nicene Creed and I like a lot of elements of the Nicene Creed. Um, but those things are not the end-all be-all for me. And so in my quest to understand God, I, I have this ethic that grounds me of I am open, I'm curious, I'm willing to change and evolve, right? <clears throat> Being convinced you know everything can be a curse. <laughs> I want to say that. Um, you know, I grew up as an atheist that was dogmatic about a lot of things. I became a Christian <laughs> later, had a lot of things that were given to me about this is what we as Christians believe. This is how we vote. Hence, Republican. <laughs> this is what good Christian people do. Um, and we don't really question it. And so in this quest to expand... I question everything, <laughs> right? Um, and I would say mixed with my curiosity, I try to be generous in this study of God because God is this expansive being that we are coming to know, right? That we, uh, we are making observations, both in the natural and, and spiritually, about who God is and who God is revealed to be, right? Because what is the point of all this ultimately, in this quest for God, in this uh, mission for God, right? For me, the point is to learn more, to become more, and to be able to share my findings with others, to listen to their findings, who do they proclaim God to be, right? And I want to be part of a group of people who are curious, who ask sincere questions, and now I know <laughs> that um, often Christians aren't known for asking a lot of questions. They, 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 they got truths. And some use that, that verse, I think it's in Peter. Uh, well, don't get me to lie, it might not be in Peter, <laughs> where it talks about always having, you know, this, de this, this answer, this defense for the truth that lies within us. And I have encountered a lot of Christians who think that always having an answer for everything is godly. Y'all, it's not godly. <laughs> it's not godly. Always thinking you know everything is not godly. The point of my, I do believe in salvation. I do believe in redemption. I do believe in sanctification. Um, but uh, being insufferable, for Christ is not a thing. And let me say that again. Being insufferable for Christ is not a thing, right? So um, it's time to stir up that curiosity, right? To collaborate along with, with, with people who may share your tradition or not and see what could that lead us to believe about God, right? 
my salvation has a point in it. It is not to um, harm others. It's not to bludgeon others, right? I think about this quote from James Baldwin I came across recently where he said, but what was the point, the purpose of my salvation if it did not permit me to behave with love toward others, no matter how they behaved toward me? What others did was their responsibility for which they would answer when the judgment trumpet sounded. Mm. Mm. And what I love about that is James Baldwin has a complicated relationship with God. And by the end of his life, I don't even know that he would necessarily call himself a Christian. Um, but he was, he says this, what, you know, to behave with love toward others, you know, that's the point of salvation and, in like manner, I think that's the point in our study of God is to behave and love towards others, right? Not to collect facts about God like Pokemon, right? I gotta catch them all, right? I, yeah, I love a lot of people who help me think generously about the faith that I have. And some share in Christianity and some don't, right? I think of my friend Meg, who they don't even claim to be a Christian, but they have helped me so much. I think about Rabbi Danya Ruddenberg, uh, has so helped me think about my faith in generous ways. I think of my friend Laisha, who I've known for 20 plus years, uh, my friend Sharifa, many different people. Uh, yeah, so all that to say, curiosity as an ethic. When we are curious, it helps us divest from ego. It helps us be able to uh, shine a light on how uh, the things that we believe have disastrous implications. It helps us, when we're curious, it helps us divest from white supremacy. And I'll say this one little thing. It's about the deconstruction movement, TM. <laughs> Sometimes I, I get taken aback by uh, people who are deconstructing their faith. We've talked a lot about it um, on this podcast. But it's because they have a lack of curiosity, right? Many of them have divested from white evangelicalism only to become expert know-it-alls on the other side of their experiences. And so some of your favorite faves in the deconstruction movement are problematic. They think they know everything. They don't have a humility, uh, a curiosity. And many use their pain as a shield uh, to get away with all manner of things. Many of them, <laughs> you know, I was, I was recently scrolling uh, uh, some of y'all fave, uh, one of you, <laughs> one of them. I was just scrolling down their social media and for all of their critiques about the church and Christianity and God, I was curious of the things they didn't talk about. Their own ego. They never talked about the white supremacy. And this is a favorite, famous <laughs> white deconstructionist. And um, how are you on this journey and you still are just as egotistical as you were when you were and, and inundated with harmful ideologies. You just traded one set for another. 
So, curiosity can help us, can save us, can shield us. Amen and amen. Black Coffee and Theology Pod is a production of Three Black Men, the podcast about theology, culture, and the world around us. Follow us on Twitter at Three Black Men. If you like the content that you are receiving here and want to receive more, whether that is in longer conversations, essays, devotions, and videos from either myself, Sam, or Trey, please sign up for for our Patreon at patreon.com slash three black men. Don't forget to like, rate, and review Black Coffee and Theology Pod as well as Three Black Men.